This is the One About Retirement podcast with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose from Retirement Income Strategies. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rhett and Mark provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the One About Retirement podcast with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose. Hello, and welcome back to the One About Retirement. My name is Mark Rose, and he's Rhett Wood from Retirement Income Strategies. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call, 405-703-3858, or visit us online at retirementincomeok.com. And while at our website, click on our radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Today, we're going to be talking about something that you may have had a relationship with for decades, your 401k. You may have been funneling money to your 401k for years and years. Even if you're only put money from a single paycheck away into your 401k, you made a sacrifice of some personal happiness today in exchange for a goal of security in your future. What happens if you leave a job or considering rolling your 401k over? Well, those are some of the questions that we're going to be talking about today. But before we get further into that, let me uh, invite my co-host in, Mr. Rett. Let's find out how you're doing. I'm doing pretty good. I, I hear that you've had some kind of cool news lately. There, you know, it's fun to think and, and, you know, sometimes to go back through memory lane and talk about things. And so there's been a uptick in... Uh, top dog news from yeah. the OU men's basketball um, team this last few weeks. So what what was the news? Well, the news is, and for, for listeners that don't know what a top dog is, <laughs> top dog was the mascot for the University of Oklahoma's men and women's basketball team. It started way back when Coach Billy Tubbs came in, and he kind of started out with a mascot called Underdog, but they changed it to Top Dog several years into it because the team was actually very, very good. Well, my sophomore year in college, I tried out and won the spot of being Top Dog, the mascot for the OU men's basketball team for that season. It was the 1992-93 season. Cool. So a long time ago, but uh, they have just now reintroduced Top Dog a few weeks ago at the OU Kansas game. And so... Uh, they've had the ponies, Boomer and Sooner, as the mascots uh, for football and basketball. But now they're bringing they they brought Top Dog back. And so, does it appear like Top Dog is going to be the mascot for? A, I mean, that's what they're saying. Yeah. That's that's what the information coming out of the uh, sports department is that Top Dog is going to be back, and they're going to have Boomer and Sooner and Top Dog, which is a long-eared, full costume dog that wears the uniform and knee pads, and he's got a little top hat on and so it was fun it was fun to go back and, and so did you do all the tricks and like the, you know engage the crowd and do all that stuff I, I did back in back when i was doing it my sophomore year my uh, specialty was repelling in from the scoreboard oh that's cool so before every big eight game of course back then it was big eight now it's the big 12 but before every big eight conference game um i would repel in so they'd have the national anthem and then top dog would repel in and then the game would start. How cool. <laughs> and so, um, you know, and then I did trampoline slam dunks and, and a variety of other things that uh, were a lot of fun. But 
My, I uh, took my wife and my two daughters to the game a few weeks ago. The OU Kansas game was the first night to, to bring them back in. And so that was fun. And the, the, the person who was uh, top dog now did a great job. And then it looks like they're going to have a reunion at the end of the season. Uh, I think on senior night, I just got word that on senior night this year, they're going to have a reunion of all the former top dogs. Oh, I think cool. there's maybe 13 or 14 of them. Uh, or of us that are going to be able to come back on senior night. They'll do a little introduction or whatever of that. But Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's so, a unique thing. That's neat. It is. It is. And I, of course, you know, you've seen my jersey yep. that hangs in my in office, office. That uh, people, people, it's a good conversation piece. And so it's been fun to talk about that and think about all the old memories from that and good times with that. But today... We're talking 401ks, not 401ks, college mascots. So tell underdogs us, or top dogs. <laughs> tell us more about 401ks. So 401k is a such a just a valuable tool to help you with retirement income, but it's not the perfect thing. It's not you know it's not the end all be all type of account, and that's why today we're going to talk about not just the 401k, but also some useful information on rollovers too. And we find that people often have some knowledge about 401k rollovers, uh, but they may not have access to a resource that helps spell out the information for them. And that's why we've created a 401k rollover guide to be a single resource that can introduce a great deal of helpful information about rollovers. Honestly, less companies offer pensions today than they did for earlier generations. Social Security continues to be an uncertain source of income for people in retirement. And 401k accounts can gain importance because of that. And here's the interesting twist. Because 401k accounts are generally tied to jobs, Americans' increasing trend of marking more jobs over the course of their career can mean that decisions on 401k rollovers are more common and more important to handle properly. The Bureau of Labor Statistics research on number of jobs held in a lifetime shows that younger baby boomers average almost 12 different jobs between the ages of 18 and 48. Even if they only invest in a 401k accounts at half of those jobs, that's a lot of accounts to account for. Yeah, so when when they leave these jobs, they can make decisions about rolling over their 401k, but often they don't have to. Sometimes not making the decision is equivalent to deciding to leave your 401k where it is. So when they leave those jobs, they can make a decision about rolling over their 401k, but often they don't have to. Sometimes not making a decision is the equivalent of deciding to leave your 401k where it is with its existing allocations and fees. It all depends on the employer plan. That's one of the things that we're going to discuss in our 401k rollover guide. So we, we mentioned this 401k rollover guide. The idea is really that by highlighting some key information about 401k rollovers, we can help raise awareness about common mistakes and how retirees and pre-retirees may avoid them. One of the key components in our guide is to let people know how they may avoid IRS penalties and try to keep taxation to a minimum. First, let's talk about the ways that 401k accounts are tax advantaged. The way I explain this is, when you put money in a 401k account, you are essentially making a deal with the government. The government lets you put money in without paying taxes on it, and you agree to leave the money there until you retire, or are at least close, uh, with which you know the government's going to define 59 and a half as that retirement age. If you take the money out earlier, then you aren't keeping your end of the deal and the government is going to hit you where it hurts, which is your wallet. Yeah. In your wallet. And that's with penalties. You'll be taxed when you take money out of your 401k regardless 
But the penalties only come into play when you don't wait until that agreed-upon age to take those withdrawals, with a few exceptions. The exceptions include total and permanent disability, loss of employment when you're at least age 55 for some Americans, and a qualified domestic relations order after a divorce. The combination of taxes and penalties may be especially painful if you decide to withdraw money from your 401k early. After taxes and penalties, you may be left with only two-thirds of your account balance. Plus, particularly if you are young, you're sacrificing the potential growth that could come from keeping your money in a retirement account. That's an important piece to think about because, yes, life happens and there might be something when you feel like you, you really need that money for, but you're sacrificing that potential growth that at the end, if you were to leave it in there, you, you would have that. So while it may be tempting to consider your 401k a windfall, we advise our clients to think carefully about cashing it out. Another question to think about is how to avoid taxes when you take a withdrawal from your 401k. The short answer is, is you can't. <laughs> uh, other than the few exceptions mentioned earlier, it goes back to the agreement that you made with Uncle Sam, the government, when you started to put money in that 401k. The government agreed not to tax your money when you put it in, but when you retire and you take the money back out or distributions out of that account, the government steps back in for its share. They've got their hand out a little mm -hmm. bit. They want part of that. And much of the value in your 401k is because your money was able to grow tax deferred. You know, you don't get a 1099 each year and owe taxes on it. And while you can't control the fact uh, that you will pay taxes on your distribution, you do have some control over when and how you pay them. Yes, and we all want to control taxes. Your 401k distributions are viewed by the IRS as ordinary income. That's true whether you take $1 out of your account or $1 million. If the amount of a distribution pushes you into a higher tax bracket, you can end up paying a higher tax rate on every single dollar that falls over that threshold, and, and that can hurt. Now, everyone's situation is unique, but there are a few ways to structure this. One way that you may have heard of from your friends and family members talk about is by taking their tax-deferred distributions over time in smaller amounts. Another solution is balancing withdrawals from tax-deferred accounts and tax-free accounts like Roth IRAs or properly structured life insurance policies. Since those accounts include money that has already been taxed, it won't be treated as ordinary income and could make you control your tax bracket later on in life. After all, much like in life, it's not about the money you make, but it's about the money that you're able to keep. That's right. So let's move on to the next topic in our 401k rollover guide. And the concept here is a direct rollover and how it may be your mistake-proof option when rolling over a 401k. And I'd like to direct our audience to a very helpful site where this information came from. It's finra, F-I-N-R-A dot org slash investors slash 401k hyphen rollovers. And, but, you know, let me elaborate a little bit too. When you're rolling over a 401k, you typically can choose between a direct and an indirect rollover. With a direct rollover, your funds move directly from the 401k that it was in to your new individual retirement account or IRA. And the, and the money never touches your hands. It doesn't, you know, cross your path. And this option may be preferable because it could be your mistake proof option. It's important to know the difference between a direct and an indirect rollover that Rhett just mentioned. With the indirect rollover, you actually take possession of the money from your 401k 
and you're responsible for putting it into another 401k or retirement account. That's where it gets tricky. While there are many rules and regulations associated with the 401k rollover, one of the rules may also be one of the easiest to miss, the 60-day rule. This rule mandates that once you receive the money from your 401k as an indirect rollover, you must complete it within 60 days or the IRS considers it a withdrawal. As we discussed earlier, if you're under the age of 59 and a half, the penalties for early withdrawal can be substantial as well. So it's important to, to know which type of rollover you're doing. That's what Rhett and I can help you with. That's what this guide that we've been talking about is all about. And that's right. You know, we, we cover this topic a little more in detail in our 401k rollover guide. Uh, but there is one more piece that we'd like to mention before we move on. If you're exploring your rollover options, you'll want to consider your entire retirement strategy before making any decisions, not just that 401k, but other IRAs and other rollovers as well. The reason is that you can only take one indirect withdrawal from either a 401k or an IRA in any given 12 month period. Direct rollovers, however, in most cases, are not subject to that same rule. You are listening to The One About Retirement. My name is Mark Rose, and he's Rhett Wood, and we're from Retirement Income Strategies. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, give us a call at 405-703-3858 or visit us online at retirementincomeok.com. And while at our website, click on the radio page to check out our previous shows and to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Now, we've been discussing some of the items that we highlight in our 401k rollover guide. You know, the next thing that we'd like to tell people about is a little-known strategy that you can use to help keep your 401k growing. While this is not technically a secret, the power of compound interest can be an amazing ally in your retirement savings. Compound interest is essentially interest on the interest of your account. Now, this might not sound like it's a big, important topic, but it can come into play with a long-term investment like a 401k. To me, it's easy to see how important early contributions can be to our 401k. The longer your money is invested, the more time it has to reap the benefits that compound interest can provide. You know, that's not necessarily groundbreaking information, is it? <laughs> no, not necessarily. But, you know, people tend to lose sight of the big picture if they're thinking about, you know, taking a distribution from their 401k. You know, and this could come up when they're switching jobs, for instance. You're not just paying taxes and penalties on the money you remove. You're also giving up years and years of potential growth from compound interest. Instead of cashing out, you know, we like to present these options to our clients when they switch jobs. If the employer allows you can leave the money in the 401k and you know, you're uh, typically not allowed to add to it anymore, but you could leave it there. However, depending upon how often you change jobs, it could be hard to keep track of all these old accounts. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. A second option is to roll over the old 401k to your new 401k. If you have one and you're happy with its investment choices and fees. A third option is that you can roll over the 401k into an individual retirement account or IRA which can potentially give you more control over your money. So while take the money and run seems like a viable strategy when you switch jobs, even if it's not a huge amount, it still might be a big mistake. Keeping track of old accounts may be harder than you think. According to USA Today's February 2018 article, Left Your 401k at an Old Job, Here's How to Find It, Americans lost track of more than $7.7 billion in retirement savings in 2015 alone. How do you lose track of $7.7 billion? That's a, that's a staggering number. 
But we found that for our clients, it's surprisingly easy to lose track of an old 401k account. And while companies may try to fulfill their obligation of tracking you down, that isn't always easy either, especially if you've moved or changed your name due to a marriage or a divorce. So obviously you don't want this to happen because lost accounts mean lost retirement income for you and less money for your beneficiaries. We find that there are a few ways our clients can avoid this problem. You can roll over your 401k into a new 401k at your new job if that's an option, or you can roll it into a self-directed IRA. If you do want to leave your 401k with an old employer, it's important that the old employer has your updated contact information and account performance tracking tools. Another question to think about uh, is what happens when someone passes away? Uh, we know we do also recommend a couple options for our clients to potentially avoid that situation. Uh, consolidating of accounts may help, and there are some tools online as well. We offer all of our clients a generational vault, which is a digital safety deposit box where you can store all of your important documents digitally and access them 24/7. You know, another way to do this is to have a summary sheet. I can't you know, tell you how difficult it is for beneficiaries when mom and dad pass away and they're digging through kitchen drawers and file folders and coming in with Walmart sacks trying to figure out what did you have, which one of these are still good, and how do I track it all down? You know, you spend years and years and years contributing into these accounts. We want to ensure that those accounts are for you when you need it, but if you don't get to use all of it, that it goes to your loved ones. That's right. And there is one more item from our 401k rollover guide. There are ways where you don't have to be concerned about your 401k rollover for an extended period of time. One single move could help alleviate all that. For example, if you're starting a new job that offers a 401k, rolling over your old 401k to your new one may be your best move, but not always. You know, Let me explain a little further. You may have more control over a self-directed IRA than you do a 401k at an employer. With an employer-sponsored plan like a 401k, you can likely choose how you want to allocate your money between several you know, pre-selected investments. If you don't like those investments, well, there isn't much you can do. In contrast, a self-directed IRA may allow you to choose from a large universe of investments. Seeking the help of a financial services professional like Mark and myself can be a good decision. And, and you can look for an IRA that fits your needs too. Uh, they come in all shapes and sizes from do it all yourself to hand it off to professional options. The key is to find the balance between independence and professional assistance that works best for you and your plan at a price that you're willing to pay. Again, you often have more control. And I want to be clear that this move isn't right for every single person in every single scenario. Depending upon what your future has in store for you, IRAs and 401k accounts offer different benefits. For instance, first-time homebuyers are able to take $10,000 distribution from an IRA account without an early distribution penalty. There's no such exemption for withdrawals from a 401k account. Conversely, many 401k accounts offer loans that enable you to avoid taxes and early withdrawal penalties, which IRAs don't allow. You know, discussing your own unique situation with a financial services professional can help you evaluate all the different options and decide what's best for you. Yeah, and Red and I want to help. So we weren't able to fully cover everything that is in our 401k rollover guide, but this seems like a great start. To request your copy of that complete 401k rollover guide, call Rhett and Mark at 405-703-3858. And this concludes our time for today's The One About Retirement with Mark Rose and Rhett Wood 
from Retirement Income Strategies. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The One About Retirement. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The One About Retirement podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rhett Wood or Mark Rose at Retirement Income Strategies. Call 405-703-3858 or visit them online at retirementincomeok.com. Brett Wood and Mark Rosen, Retirement Income Strategies, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.